0: Hello everyone, this is Make It Count, I'm Alinka, your host, and I hope you will enjoy it. You know, I find it extremely sad when I notice people that I know, friends, loved ones, taking hits at God. I realize that they are not blaming god because they don't believe in god or at least they don't believe in the idea of god that has been instilled in them and all this has happened because for such a long time religions have portrayed the divinity as something completely different than we All should have been able to feel and see through our soul's eyes. And instead of seeing the truth for what it was, for what it is, our minds have been obliterated. The communication between our soul and our mind has been obliterated. And so, of course their monkey-trained minds, are judging, discerning, and reacting to the image of God that was depicted in their society, in their religions, in their communities. And what happens is that now They post messages on Facebook about how funny, how ridiculous, how strange, how annoying are people who believe in God, and the idea alone is ludicrous, or so they say. And it's very sad to see that they don't have faith in anything anymore. That they have been trained to disconnect completely. It is very sad. When they think that they are the center of the universe and there is nothing, absolutely nothing, Outside of their such such tiny existence It is sad Because I love them with all my heart And I would love to be able to share The magic, the majesty, the beauty of my experiences with my friends. I would like to share my inner life, my um, vibrations, my, my revelations my state of joy and comfort and balance and inner peace as much as i can whenever i can but i realized that if they have been disconnected from that alignment between their mind and their soul if they have disconnected from even the smallest, most remote belief that there is something more out there that is loving, compassionate, kind. They will not understand, they will not receive, they will not allow. They will choose to not embrace, they will choose to look the other way and I am so sad about that because they are missing on something crucial, something amazing. And I also know that it's their choice not to allow to be part of any of the magic. Of the faith and what happens when you have faith but it's their journey it's their plan. that's what they chose to experience in this lifetime maybe they chose to experience non-believing So they can download in the collective consciousness how it feels to be a non-believer in a world which is awakening more and more every day, which is more and more in touch with all that there is. God bless them all God bless us all because even if they are not aware we are still one we just have to wait for them to catch up in their own time at their own pace and hopefully it will still be in this lifetime people so trippy when it comes to having faith? Is it because they associate faith automatically with religion? It's kind of funny because our lives revolve around systems of beliefs. Basically our every thought influences our life in a way or another and when that thought is repetitive It strengthens the belief. It becomes a belief. So what is religion? It's a system of beliefs that are already made. It's like when you go to the supermarket and you buy a pre-cooked food that you just warm up in your oven and that's it everything seems so easy but what do you do if you want to choose your food if you want to select the ingredients uh, if you want to know each and every ingredient that you put in the food then you have to buy every single item and create your own version of a meal And that's what happens when you don't accept as given the um, preconditioning. When you don't accept as given the teachings. Everything that you had to learn in your life and has been instilled in you by your family, by your teachers, by every single person that you have met, that's when you question, who am I? Does that resonate with me? Do I really believe what I was told or do I choose to investigate, to experience for myself and see If everything is such as it was presented to me, then maybe you can have an aha moment where you say, "Mm, wow, that's not true. Why did I believe in that all these years? And then you start questioning every single thing that you have learned and try it out to see if it fits you, if it suits your needs and wants, if it serves you in any way, shape or form. And you realize that all of a sudden you are thinking for yourself yourself. So what are your thoughts? How often do you have those thoughts? Often enough to create a belief system? Because if you obsess about something and you turn it in your mind over and over again, that is exactly what you're going to experience. You know nothing else but that, then wow, it is hard for you to get from under the spell of your own thoughts because you know nothing else. But hey, you could change that by observing different behaviors. You can change by observing other people. You can change by creating new interactions, new thoughts that are more compatible to Where you want to go. Because if you repeat yourself over and over again that you are a Porsche mug, then that's exactly what you are going to experience on a day to day life basis. But you don't want to experience that, do you? So, what do you do when? You keep experiencing shitty things, and you don't want them to happen anymore. Well, change your mind. How many authors have spoken this little phrase, I quote, change your mind and change your life? end of quote yeah so by changing your thoughts you are changing your mind by changing your mind you create new energies you attract towards you new experiences and then what do you know your life has shifted there's a total change in your existence. And ooh, that's a miracle. I'm so lucky. Is it luck though? Or is it the change in your belief system? The change in your thoughts. The conscious creation of what energies you attract. Through changing simple thoughts and creating... New mental spaces where new energies, new thoughts, new belief systems can grow, develop and create something stronger, bigger, wonderful, absolutely wanted and desired. Just think about that. have mistaken their level of consciousness with all that there is from a consciousness point of view. And then if we take their example, we would say that the awakened people have arrived to a level of super consciousness. Because they are aware of everything that the others are aware of, plus a lot more. So, of course, I cannot say that another person is unconscious, is lacking in the consciousness department. That would be so blasé and so not cool. It would be judgmental as well. And that's not their fault, that they are not aware of anything else besides their little tiny box in which they have stayed comfortably or uncomfortably for the past, I don't know how many years, since they were born. So they are conscious, yeah about whatever happens inside that box. And believe me, some boxes are really, really small. The more you travel, the more you meet new people, the more you experience life in many, many ways, your box becomes larger and larger until something happens aka the awakening, and the flaps of the box just pop open and refuse to close back again. Now a good question that I've been asking myself as well would be to know if we can awake people. If we can give them a sneak peek into whatever superconsciousness is. And yes, we can make them aware of certain things if we don't intrude uh, in a very drastic way into their lives. If we don't take advantage of their pain, we can surely try to open their eyes to new things, bring to their awareness That there are endless possibilities that they have never thought of. And that's a way to open doors for them. And they can choose to step in, to take a look. Or step back and say, no, thank you, I'm not interested of getting out of my box. But let's not take advantage of the people who are hurting by pushing them through that threshold, even if the doors are wide open, if they don't want to go there, they shouldn't go there, just because you promised them uh, ponies uh, with pink ribbons and unicorns and fairies and dragons and um, all kind of mystique things, mysterious things that Everybody would like to be able to see at some point or things that they used to see when they were children, when they were pure and they were not corrupted by thought patterns that were instilled in them. And they would really enjoy seeing again, find a piece of that innocence And reclaim it as their own but they should do that on their own time on their own ways when they choose to do it because they want to do so not because they feel desperate enough to seek any kind of help any kind of change from where they are to anywhere but there, because anywhere seems to look better from their perspective. Let's face it, it's very hard for an empath to have been through painful experiences, to have awakened to the superconsciousness, and to see other people hurting, going through the same experiences of very, very painful growth, and not want to help them in a way. We are trying to let their free will govern, because we know that each and every one of us is a sovereign being, but at the same time we want to say, hey, I'm here for you, I heard you, I feel you, and I understand where you're coming from, because I've been there. And if we are honest with each other, we are still going through things. No matter how hard we try to say that we have made progress and things will change eventually, we are still going through growth pains. Does it feel good to wake up each morning feeling bright as the sunshine and all of the sudden dark clouds real ones or metaphorical ones come back to haunt you and you don't feel that good anymore. And you have to to sit and wonder why you're feeling in a certain way. Why every day has to be uh, a test. Why every day has to be A lesson why every day has to be filled with triggers that we feel to the left and to the right, and sometimes we embrace because we're ready to acknowledge them and to to say, "Okay, this is the last time that I'm going through this experience because I've been there, I've done that, I've learned my lesson, and now it's time to move on." It's not easy to be awakened to the superconsciousness, We are the same souls in the same bodies as everyone else. But we are more aware of what's going on. We're more informed and that is less scary than whatever other people go through because they're not aware of what's going on and they feel like something deep is happening and they don't know exactly what it is. Those people are awakening. As for all the others that have no clue what's going on, well, they're lucky to be oblivious in a certain way, but... I wouldn't want to be them. I wouldn't like to go back to stepping into awareness, into consciousness after so dark times and feel like every single bone and muscle and tissue in the body has been crashed and rebuilt cell by cell in order for me to be able to live At a new vibrational level, because that's what every single awakened person has felt at a certain moment in time. They have felt like they have been crushed, they have been run over by a semi-track, and that semi-track has bruised them, has used them, has abused them in so many ways, they were in pieces, we all were in pieces at a certain moment in time, and it felt so damn miserable, But every day that we have survived those pains, that we have acknowledged that we are more than just skin, flesh and bones, every single moment that we allowed ourselves to go inside and connect by praying, by searching for solace, by searching for relief we have found ourselves we have found our connection to the universe our connection to each other and we found gratitude along the way and gratitude Well, wow, you know what they say about gratitude universe does love gratitude my point is If you are trying to build a new set of beliefs, start by introducing gratitude in your day-to-day life. That would be extraordinary. And that will change your life completely if you allow the gratitude to be your best new friend. No matter what you do, no matter what happens to you, be grateful. Be grateful for your pains, for they are teaching you something. Be grateful for your relief, because that means that you are supported and cared for and appreciated and loved. Be grateful for uh, every single moment of joy and happiness, for that Universe is showing you that there's more to life than just this The growth pains and yeah, if you're here on this planet right now right here right now At some point It's unavoidable. You will be going through the lowest of the low You will hit rock bottom That's a guarantee You can do it right now, or you can wait and wait and wait, hoping that you could stay oblivious for the rest of your human life. And you can also keep it going until you can't keep it going anymore and see what happens. I hope that you will be strong enough to pass This test because what awaits you at the other end of this experience that we have been all going through is so much better. I can hardly wait to cross that bridge completely. I'm still on the bridge, I still have my growth pains. But oh boy, when I see the sunshine, I see it. A million times brighter. When I see colors, I see them singing around me. It's just not the experience of the colors anymore, uh, per se. It's not just a visual experience anymore. It's a multi-dimensional experience where colors, yeah, colors don't only have names. They have sounds as well. And they have healing properties. Just so you know. A little sneak peek into what is waiting for you. On the other side of the rainbow. It can be a pot of gold. Or. It can be a whole golden mountain. It depends on each and every one of us. How we. Plant the seeds right now for the future right nows. And gratitude is actually yeah, one of the biggest seeds that we have to plant every day because we want to be grateful every day for every single thing. And the more we are grateful, the more the universe is going to allow us to step into that beautiful Feeling of love, of well being, of inner peace. You can call it any way you like it, but the bottom line is that we are all seeking inner peace. We are all seeking happiness. And happiness is just the result of us feeling. The divine love that is within us and without us, inside and out.
1: You shine like a star, you know. Everything beautiful.
0: guys moving on moving on because we cannot cannot stick on one subject when everything happens so fast so i was watching a video that was produced uh and supported by gaia and what do you know the guest said they are whoever they may be the governments the society the 3D construction are trying to create and are successfully creating robots to take humans place in jobs and if we don't pay attention they will be our bosses they will have a mind of their own and be our doctors and our lawyers and Yeah, robots. Imagine that. Oh, I cannot. I refuse. Cancel. 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 And you know, it sounded very ominous. Like, ooh. If we don't choose spirituality, if we don't choose the awakening, the other option is to have robotic implants and become cyborgs or whatever they are called, of course we choose spirituality, there is no doubt in that, but hey, what about those people who are working very hard at creating things, or so they say, in order to facilitate our lives? What happens when the robots take your place of work and Hundreds of thousands millions of people don't have work anymore. Don't have jobs because now they are performed by supercomputers Men created supercomputers or men and something Huh And then I was thinking you know what? actually the corporations, the big firms, the big companies um, that have, I don't know, more than 800 employees, even less, even the small ones, but the small ones are a little bit more respectful, I think, or you'd think. They employ you for specific position they offer you a certain salary that you agree upon and oh wait all of a sudden your charges your occupations your duties as an employee start growing and growing and growing until you do the job of what Two, three, four people because they refuse to pay for salaries. And once you have a contract, you're duped into. Well, you're tricked into becoming a sort of a robot that they use for any and everything. And there are jobs that don't require you to have a college diploma, but still they require you to have a college diploma for that specific job. You know why? Because they want you to do more than answer phone calls. They want you to translate. They want you to uh, manage. They want you to do a whole lot of stuff that was not, in fact, in the job description, initially, I'm wondering why, so if you don't accept to do four jobs for the salary of one, who will be very, very interested in buying a robot? <sniffs> a corporation, a multinational, a big, 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 big company that wants to pay less and get more because money, money, money is involved I just remembered the other day I had a friend I don't know if he's listening but if he is, kudos to him they went to get a job as a translator, as an interpreter to use his language skills in order to facilitate the communication in several languages and his job description suddenly became bigger and bigger and bigger by the minute they said we would offer you this salary for the translator position okay so what does that entail or well, normally to translate to interpret to do your communication job what were the tasks to translate to interpret to answer calls to write letters to facilitate communication between departments etc etc yeah for the salary of one he said no thank you and he was outraged of course he was outraged he said okay Then pay me the salary for four jobs or three jobs or two jobs This is not what a translator is supposed to do. He is supposed or she is supposed to do exactly that translate interpret and Find the appropriate wording for whatever message you want to uh, relay convey to others and that's it so guys if you know people who have small businesses or manual Businesses things that robots cannot do Encourage them to thrive Encourage them to stay alive Because there's so so many things that only we can do with our imagination with our hearts with our minds and I don't think that robots can replace all that in any way so guys whatever you know it's happening whatever you think it's happening yes it is it is very much happening and stretch your imagination and go further go deeper and see what's behind that what's the potential and how that can affect Your society, your personally, your family, your friends. It's something that is going to get global. Every time you turn your head and look the other way, things will still be happening. Either you acknowledge it or not. These programs that are developed right now are very much uh, true and very much going on under your noses. And if you do acknowledge them, then maybe you should start putting yourself out there, showing that there are many, many things that the humans need to do in order to stay alive and that they cannot be replaced by any kind of programs robots artificial intelligence and artificial intelligence is there to support us in our tasks not take our place but yeah the engineers The creators of such artificial intelligence are very happy that they have the possibility today to stretch their imagination and go further and further into creating such devices. They feel blessed and accomplished because whatever they dreamt at night is actually becoming true without thinking about the repercussions of their actions and the results on the society, how this affects the society globally. Because they are happy that whatever they were dreaming, um, when they were young or when they were kids, just is very, very possible and very feasible at this day and age so they are hyper excited about creating more robots and they are encouraged to do so and of course there are a lot of plans that are unfolding right now and they are undisclosed to the public but Hey, if you have a smartphone, a smart computer, a smart everything, why why would you think that there is not something more behind the scenes? That just awaits the right time to be launched and promoted as being the new something, whatever that something is. And all of a sudden you don't have a job, you don't have money to feed your family and you're out of business. As long as the birds keep singing, there's still hope. There's still hope, guys. This was Make It Count. I'm Elinka, your host. And until next time, stay aware, stay awake.